When you're navigating the complicated world of real estate, you want someone you can trust holding your hand along the way. Here's just the right person and just the right program. It's the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team, Dan Jemis. Welcome to the show, everyone. I have my partner in crime with me today, Susan Riem. How are you, Sue? Excellent, excellent. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. You took your uh, your kayak in this morning. Oh, my right shoulder's killing me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All this rain has been brutal, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's Holy something. moly. Lots of great stuff planned for the uh, next hour. We're going to chat with um, a guest about mortgage and title fraud and learn how you can protect yourself a little later on in the show. We have our home staging and uh, mortgage chips of the week coming up as well. And if you were with us uh, last week, uh, Kathy shared a um, funny real estate story with us. And I promised I would get to mine this week. So I, I will do that. And I think Sue has a, um, a funny one as well, don't you, Sue? Oh, I do. <laughs> Depends on the eyes of the beholder, I suppose. Well, <laughs> I hope it's funny because now, now the pressure is kind <laughs> of, know. you know, everyone's Elevated. heard about this all week. Now they're hoping to, uh, to get a good laugh this morning. I think they will. So, um, but first off, it's a big day for Windsor Essex today. The Parkway. Oh, yes, I know. Tonight. Tonight, I know. Sue and I are going to be in line. Yes, we are. I wonder how they do it. Do they well, just like? Is there like a lineup and people just kind of wait? I think it's kind of like a derby, right? <laughs> is it <laughs> a red flag and a checker flag and and go <laughs> go? <laughs> Producer Chris, you coming with us? Let's do it. It'd be fun. But uh, no, I'm I'm really curious actually. Eight kilometers. It's been in the works forever. Yeah. And uh, it's an exciting time. Uh-huh. You know, Sue. I remember um, when did this start? Five years ago or so. It seems like it's been forever. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, and I'll never forget showing houses, you know, in uh, in that LaSalle area by the outlet mall there. And people were panicking before before construction actually started. People were panicking because they had no idea what to expect. Uh-huh. Right. And I had a house listed on Betts, which is literally now right next to the parkway. And, uh, you know, how do you sell a house that people know this thing's coming, mm-hmm. but they don't know whereabouts. They can see. OK, it's right over there. Yep. Beyond the bush, you, you can but, see it now. Let's turn our, let's turn around and look at the other things. Yes. <laughs> turn around, but now that it's all said and done, it's beautiful. People don't seem to mind anymore. You know, now that they see, right? People like to see. Yeah. It's like when you when you build a house, and how do you sell a house on paper, mm-hmm. right? People want to see it and touch yeah. it and feel it. Yeah. And now that it's out there and it's built, uh, it's not that that huge of an issue. But I am super excited to. Uh, to get on there and, and oh, it's going to be great. And drive it. It's going to be fantastic, really. Um, I think uh, with the uh, turnarounds, though, um, it's going to be interesting. Oh. Okay, navigate yourselves, folks. Those good old turnarounds. <laughs> know. You know, it'll be fine. It, and 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 should hopefully get some trucks off of the uh, the roundabout. Yes. Right. Yeah. All yeah. those all tipping these, trucks and all these people. Late. I know. I know. <sighs> I was trying to merge one time, and they're just zooming through. Like there's no 30k in anybody's. Uh, <laughs> I know. Do you panic with those things? Do you have a hard time with those roundabouts? Yeah, sometimes I do. I I don't see what what the big deal is. It's not that complicated to me. Well, it's just when there's a lot. Follow the arrow, folks. Follow the arrow. Well, it just depends, right? It just depends how big the one's coming on the left, right? And if there's six or seven of them. You feel like a transport trucks that have, uh, you know, been in front of me in those roundabouts, they just, they don't care. They don't wait till someone... That is not true. coming. They just go, they just go and they true. just, you'll wait for them. You That's have no right. choice but to do that, right? Yeah. But it should be a good time. It's kind but of yeah, life. congratulations to everyone who worked on that. My brother-in-law works for Amico, so he was one of them that uh, did lots of work on there. Yeah. And I think everyone's excited to see it, uh, you know, yeah, wrap would, up and about would, 90% done. 
Yeah, that would be an interesting job, though, uh, for sure. Being would one it? of those people standing, you know, um, the uh, the guards, you know, yes. the people that uh, flag the people to go through, and um, what what are they called? I, the guards. If somebody <laughs> could call us, let us know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, good question. My dad used to do that years. Well, oh, obviously when he was a kid, yeah. but um, tough job. Which he's not a kid anymore, Dad. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Poor Dad. There goes the bus. <laughs> <laughs> no, it should, it should be a good time, and I'm excited to drive it and uh, and see it coming up. It was fun to watch the uh, the renderings, the 3D renderings back when they first started to see what it would look like. Mm-hmm. You know, give you an example, and it would just be all on a would, board. You know, and, and how fast they popped. They dug, they dug an 11 kilometer hole faster than they can uh, build an overpass over uh-huh. Howard. I don't understand it. Isn't I don't that get something? it. It's true. I know. And look at all the other traffic that's going to be coming through uh, this summer uh, with Paulette and the and the road uh, changes there. And I know. I know they're just everywhere in Walker Road at the uh, expressway. And well, now folks have to deal with the construction on Todd sure. Lane. But again, stuff has to get done. That's right. When else do you do it, right? Yeah. It's and we'll be a better it. city for it. It will. Absolutely. I found this uh, this fun story um, online the other day. How the Queen made a killing on real estate. Get this. The Queen of British real estate just happens to be... Well, the queen. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> As in, she's making a killing on surging commercial property market. Here's how it works. There's an independent company known as the Crown Estate, which dates back to George III, and whose profits go to the government. The government return pays the queen 15% with a two-year lag. The Crown Estate this week reported a return, a, a record return to Britain's treasury of 285.1 million pounds. Almost $560 million, wow. marking a jump of 6.7% from last year and 50% over the course of a decade. Huh. Given that, the Queen can expect about 42.8 million pounds in a couple of years. That's a lot of shortbread. What are they, <laughs> that's a lot of shortbread. What do they do with that money? <laughs> I don't know. You know, I guess they just gallivant and Isn't that live something? their life, eh? Isn't that uh-huh. crazy? Uh, there are other pieces of the group as well, notably offshore wind projects. As it reported its results, it boasted of beating the market. About 10 years, over 10 years, we have nearly doubled the value of the business by delivering world-leading business destinations and 21st century retail experiences, driving investment in the UK's renewable energy industry and actively managing one of the nation's largest rural land portfolios. Fantastic. Isn't that something? Hmm. Well, we've got to go invest in some real estate over in the UK. Yes, I think we should send one of ours over. Hey, we, in fact, we just did. <laughs> I know, one of our team members. Andrew Paper, our, uh, our media marketing guy, is out in the UK for two weeks. He's from the UK, and he's out, uh, he's out at a wedding yeah. for two weeks. Yeah, good for him. I told him to give him three days off, but he needed uh, two weeks. <laughs> okay, it's time to take a look at uh, our mortgage tip of the week with RBC Mobile Mortgage Specialist, Kyle Lucier. Hey, Kyle, how are you? Hey, how's it going? Very good, thank you. And uh, today's mortgage tip is? Amortizations. Amortizations. So tell us all about that. Uh, so the main amortization, essentially, that is the length of time that you have your mortgage. So the most common, most people go with the 25-year. Yes. The reason for that is they put less than 20% down, and that is the new maximum amortization that you can use or life of your mortgage. Wow. In the past, we've seen much longer AMs, haven't we? We've seen Up to 40 years, wow. and they've really uh, brought those down. Now, again, with a 20% uh, uh, down payment or less, you're looking at the 25-year. If you have the 20% or more, you're looking at actually the 30-year if you want. Uh, but most people still seem to be sticking around the 25 just because the payments are still affordable yes. and they won't have their mortgage forever. 
Fantastic. Now, people do have the option to speed up their payments. They can do weekly or monthly pay or bi monthly, bi bi weekly, bi monthly, yeah, weekly, yeah, bi yearly. You can do bi yearly payments too. (laughs) So, yeah, they could do anything from uh, weekly, bi weekly, semi monthly. Uh, or monthly payments. Um, a lot of the time, this comes down to convenience, but yeah. there is some savings there if you go more towards the weekly versus the monthly. You're squeezing a couple of extra payments in the, throughout the year, and then you're getting your your payment to the bank a little bit quicker. So really, the interest is just a little bit less every time. So, what's your advice to uh, buyer listening today? Uh, and they're asking you about uh, about amortization. What would you tell them? Uh, most people, I uh, try to keep the payments really is the key thing. So when you think of amortization, you got to think of what your payment's going to be. So keeping it affordable, but also making sure you don't have that mortgage for longer than you really want it. Fantastic. Thanks for the great tips, Kyle. That's RBC Mobile Mortgage Specialist, Kyle Lucier. Hang tight. When we come back, we talk all about mortgage fraud. Many of us have noticed what seems to be an increase in online scams, phone scams, identity theft and Ponzi schemes over the last few years. However, one type of fraud that we don't typically talk about that much is mortgage fraud. Our guest this segment has recently authored a two-part series on mortgage and title fraud. And on the phone with us today from beautiful Vancouver, BC to tell us all about it is Elisa Aragon, mortgage and leasing expert with Dominion Lending Center's Mountain View. Hello, Elisa. How are you today? Good. How are you, Dan? I'm very good. Thank you. How's the weather out there in uh, Vancouver? Oh, it's just stunning. Beautiful. Well, I can imagine. Yes, yes, some mountains. We're pretty flat here, so it doesn't get too exciting around here. Um, so, the, what's the main reason you uh, you decided to to write this two part series on mortgage and title fraud? Uh, well, this is certainly a topic that, as you mentioned, is not really commonly um, known, or people don't really pay a lot of attention to it. But it could have huge consequences, especially with real estate being one of your biggest investments. Yeah. Um, so, I we wanted to actually let people know and be more aware of it. That, that's that's great. Now, who, um, or I guess, what's, what's the best way to explain mortgage fraud? I know it's, it's a broad topic, but what's the best way to explain it? Uh, pretty well, uh, mortgage fraud occurs when you kind of provide, people think that if they actually provide uh, false documents or make false statements, it's not a big deal. But mm-hmm. actually, it is a very big deal because it is actually part of uh, the uh, criminal code. And you can actually be charged for uh, criminal offense, which is a big deal. Um, but mostly um, mortgage fraud involves um, like pretty well a criminal or somebody obtaining a property um, with falsifying um, documents or not knowing or asking somebody to assist them with it. Um, that usually happens more um, also when there's like grow ups or meth labs, that kind of, but it could happen to anybody. Give me, give me an idea of um, some different things that people could falsify on a mortgage application. Um, their income, for example, that's huge. Um, or pretty well, one of the things that they might do is ask somebody to borrow their name and uh, credit information to obtain a mortgage. Uh, this can be very high, especially with elderly and seniors, uh, just because they're sometimes a little bit more trusting and, um, they're an easier target, unfortunately. Um, so that's something that can, that can happen. Um, or certain things are not totally um, completed in the application. So there's a lot of gaps happening. They just ask you kind of just sign and not a lot of stuff in there. And I, I have the list here in front of me as well, some suggestions. Um, uh, and, and some of them really, if you, if you look at them, uh, some people might not even think it's fraudulent. It's just they might be fibbing a little, I guess, is a good way to look at it, right? Yep. 
exactly. <laughs> which, you know, you can get caught up in that and that could be dangerous. Um, how can somebody protect themselves from mortgage fraud? Uh, for mortgage fraud, it's pretty well just really be careful about the information you share. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, even now with the internet and social media, especially Facebook and, and Twitter and, and LinkedIn, is they're putting information out there for, for the personal stuff. It's like, I just saw recently a lady that she just got her a permit for her driving boat, and it had her address, and it had her, you know, her full name and everything, and I'm like, wow, so I actually sent her private notes. I'm like, you might consider to take this off, just because you never know who's actually looking at this information, and um, there's actually professional criminals out there, and they will actually take years to um, actually develop and uh, kind of take the identity of somebody. And it will be a huge scam, but they will take years and they will search the internet. They will search anything. So you really need to be careful what stuff you're putting out there and also who you're actually giving it to. Yeah, that's that's always uh, the case, right? Now, I'm Mm -hmm. seeing a term here um, in, in the article, straw buyer schemes. Can you explain that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that is when, for example, sometimes a, a renter doesn't have the best credit or you're self-employed and you can't get a mortgage. Um, you don't have enough down payment, but they, they're pretty well, they can't purchase a property. So what they do is somebody approaches them and says, you know what, I will offer you 10 grand or a certain amount of money. Um, and then why don't you actually buy a property kind of on my behalf using their information? Um, so again, if those are different there's different ways of getting scams done right so if it doesn't sound right to you or there's something that you know like you know kind of people say follow your gut if there's something that doesn't sound right for you or you have questions make sure you stop and ask and do not proceed signing anything or going any further until you're actually satisfied and happy with the answers you got and I guess one of the one of the biggest things as well um, is maybe making sure you you utilize the services of a of a reputable mortgage person right exactly and that's the thing too is is uh when you're looking to um mortgage uh you're going to be working with a mortgage expert even anyone in the bank like you never know right just make sure that that you actually check if they're licensed as mortgage experts we have to be licensed we are registered in in our own province Mm -hmm. um as well as check the check our websites uh check the testimonials Normally, you actually um, are referred to a, uh, to a mortgage expert through the phone or, sorry, through a friend or, yeah. or a family or somebody already that has used their services or their office or somewhere. But actually do check their credentials. Um, also, I would suggest actually go and meet with them so you can see them face-to-face and you feel comfortable working with them, not just send documents and, oh, just send me your documents, fill out the application. And and I know there's some mortgage brokers with us. Just send me the application and then we'll go from there. If you're not comfortable doing with that, actually don't. Work with somebody that will actually go and sit down with you or you meet them face-to-face. Well, which is always better. And, and you're right. Sometimes people just want things by phone um, mm. or they want you to start sending private information by email. Um, and not everyone is comfortable with that. We we often see our our elderly clients, um, you know, very nervous about that. Whereas my generation, we're almost too lax, right? It's always just, you know what? That's fine. I'll just email it to you. I'll text you my my sin, my everything else, right? And obviously, exactly. that's where it all starts. And and you you start finding issues there, don't you? Absolutely. So 
really be protective information that you share and do not give it out until you're comfortable and you're, you know who you're dealing with. Absolutely. Fantastic. Listen, I'm chatting with Elisa Aragon from Dominion Lending Center's Mountain View in Vancouver. Elisa, what do you say we take a quick break here? Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about another type of fraud, um, title fraud, which is also uh, which is also important. Okay, so let, you, do you mind holding on a quick sec? Not at all. Perfect. We'll be right back after this. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Welcome back, everyone. If you're just joining us, I'm chatting with Lisa Aragon from Dominion Lending Centers, Mountain View in Vancouver about mortgage fraud. Next, we want to tackle another type of fraud, and it's title fraud. Yes, it is. Now, am I <laughs> correct in saying that uh, typically someone won't know they've been a victim of title fraud until it's too late? Exactly, yes. Uh, title fraud usually happens um, after you become aware of it after it has occurred, which actually can create a lot more problems. But there's great ways that you can actually protect yourself to at least be more on the ball and, and make sure you kind of prevent yourself from getting in. Okay, so so before we, we get into the, the red flags, why don't you tell us exactly, you know, what title fraud is? Uh, pretty well what happens, title fraud is somebody actually takes over or possesses your identity. So uh, what they do is they actually uh, registered or um, they actually create uh, false documents on your name with your name uh, and what they do is they actually you could even have a mortgage in your property so what they do is they kind of go and apply for a mortgage um, on your behalf uh, using your name and all your identity and what they do is the other mortgage is actually discharged so the one you currently have um, is discharged so it's released it's paid out and then a new mortgage amount is uh, placed on your house um, so that person actually takes the funds because uh, sometimes they might ask for more money. Or at times, this is huge when you actually don't even have a lot of people. And um, and as we were growing up, our parents say, pay off your mortgage first or pay off your mortgage. So there's a lot of um, older people that um, they actually don't have any mortgages in their house. They're clear free title. And this is actually a great target for them because... There's nothing registered against the mortgage, so there's nothing being regularly checked. So they could actually just register a mortgage. You would never know it. And the next thing is you're actually getting a phone call. It says, oh, you haven't paid your mortgage. And you're like, what? Um, so that's one of the biggest things. <laughs> could you imagine? I can't even imagine. <laughs> I can't even imagine. You, you, like you said, you, your house is paid off. You know, you're going mm -hmm. about your business. And next thing you know... Um, <laughs> you have a mortgage on your house and it's and you don't have the money. And so yep. that's that's scary. So yes. what are some red flags? Um, red flags uh, that might happen, for example, is, um, like I said, it's something kind of, um, they register something against your property and yeah. you don't really know about it until the bank calls. Which and, and I guess there there there's not that many red flags because like we said it doesn't happen until you it's too you don't find out until it's too late right so exactly it's so it's very hard to kind of know the red flag the red flags will really be the mortgage company calling you or um, that you haven't paid your mortgage or that you just um, pretty well got a brand new truck and you're like I never purchased a truck you're behind on your payments that's usually the red flags but again usually that's too late because the the offense already occurred. Can you offer the listeners any tips on protecting themselves from identity theft, which is, you know, like you said, this is one of the first things that happens with uh, with title fraud? Absolutely. Um, as we mentioned before, definitely be really aware of what information you share on the Internet or over the phone with somebody. 
um, even social media. Um, so don't release that information until you're comfortable and you know who you're working with. Uh, the biggest thing is to people actually have their social insurance card in their wallet. There's really no need for you to have it. If for some reason you were to lose your wallet, the social insurance number will be there. And that is pretty well the key to everything, to all your finances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so pretty well. And then there's some times that they ask you, it's like, oh, we'll use your social insurance number as an ID. And you're like, no, actually, I don't even use that as an ID or, or um a pin number or anything never really disclose that exactly Uh, one of the biggest things that we do tell all our clients is actually check your credit report regularly Um, there's actually you can um, fax equifax and transunion they're Mm -hmm. two uh, credit bureau agencies and um, you can actually get your credit for free they will mail it to your house and uh, get it checked um, at least um, every six months if not at least once a year um, just to make sure that everything in the credit report is accurate and not additional credit was taken or anything else, because that is when identity happens. Identity theft happens as well. You know, I'm one of those um, those crazy people that that checks my 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 credit um, quite often to make sure nothing's going funky. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I I'm with TransUnion. I pay I want to say ten bucks a month, and I have. Mm-hmm. Unlimited access online. I can check it every day. I can see what's going on. They'll actually email me if something pops up on my credit. Um, mm-hmm. a, um, if someone looks at my credit or anything like that, which is which is huge, right? For ten bucks right. a month, that's it's something I, I definitely see as uh, as important. Um, any other tips you have for folks out there um, with uh, with title insurance or with uh, or with title insurance with title uh, fraud or mortgage fraud? Um, yeah, another thing is uh, definitely check your financial uh, your financial statements. Uh, for example, your bank and credit card bills. The credit card bills are huge um, because sometimes as you see them, um, it even happens to me when one of my credit cards got compromised about five different times. Oh. And it was um, and I deal, the only way I would have caught it is by looking at the at the, the bill. at the bills. Mm-hmm. So I noticed and I'm like, I shopped in Port Moody and then all of a sudden there was a charge in Oklahoma and I'm like, how could it be the same person in two different like countries? Um, So those are the kind of things that that it happens sometimes um, when you're using a credit card and you're protected from from your credit card company. Um, So that's definitely one of the things. Check your statements. Um, One thing that I actually, me personally have done is I actually don't really use my debit card either I use cash or my credit card. Yeah. Um, and the reason why I do that is because debit cards is the same thing. They can actually change the pads in, like, you know, the, the what's it called, the, I guess. The, um, <laughs> yeah, I know. What you're, the devices yeah. the devi- yeah. at the store, yeah. and then yeah. they can do that, right? So, it skims the um, cards, So that's yeah. one of the yeah. things that I do. But again, if you do use your credit card, use it as a form of payment, not as a form of financing, yes. which a lot of people, that's what they get into, mm-hmm. into debt and everything else. So that's one of the things that I strongly recommend too. <laughs> it's just about discipline. So, you know, I, I, we do the same thing, my wife and I, and we only use credit cards. But at the same time, the money's coming out of your bank account, uh, your debit card. So just put that money on your credit card instead and you're getting the points, right? Which is, mm-hmm, exactly. which, which is huge. Um, mm-hmm. Listen, that's tons of great tips. Um, where can people find more information uh, about you and about uh, the article you've written? Uh, well, um, the article was actually published in the Real Estate Weekly, so it's uh, rew.ca mm-hmm. um, under mortgages. There it is. Or if anybody wants to um, contact us, um, you can contact us at yourmortgagesolutionsgroup.ca. You're the best, Lisa. Thank you so much for all the help today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was a great pleasure.
That's Elisa Aragon from Dominion Lending Center's Mountain View in Vancouver chatting with us about uh, mortgage and title fraud. Make sure you keep an eye out, folks. That's uh, it's a big one. Okay, so next we're going to uh, have our home staging tip of the week with Monica Bundy, home stager with the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Hi, Monica. What's today's tip? Hi, Dan. Today is 10 tips on how to prepare for a showing. Uh, so when you're having people come to your home, here are the 10 things that you need to do. Number one, clean your house. I always say clean like it's Christmas or a major holiday. Dust everything. Make sure everything is tidied up. Number two, open your window coverings. Let the light in. Uh, turn on lights. Most important, don't mix your light bulbs. Make sure every light fixture has light bulbs, but that they're all the same. That's so important. Uh, number three, take your pets. If you have pets, take them off-site or put them in a room for a showing or, you know, give them to the neighbor, you know, for a couple of hours. Or the garage. The garage or the is garage is good too. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, some people are not, you know, fond of pets and yep. that's um, that's important. Um, water and food dishes too for, for the pets. Uh, make sure those are put away and the kitty litter is clean. Uh, number four, uh, flowers on your dining room table. Nothing too major, but just something pretty. Fake or real? Uh, real, real, okay. real. No fake. <laughs> I hate the fake. It's not in anymore? <laughs> no, oh. no, it's not. Honey. <laughs> yeah, tell Nick that. I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> no, she's good. Um, number five, have a bin or something um, or a drawer for your last minute mail. Like if you just got mail that morning and somebody's coming in a couple of hours, you can just quickly throw it in there and it's not laying all over, you know, the kitchen counter. That's something for um, just quickly to toss your stuff in. Or number leave, six. Your, leave your bills out and let someone else pay them. Oh, okay. Or that. No, Dan, that is no. another tip. Okay, I'm sorry. Horrible. <laughs> all bills go away. You don't want this anyone seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nobody wants to see your bills. Um, number six, pick up any toys off the floor. Uh, tripping is never good. Uh, so make sure there's no kids' toys on the floor. Uh, number seven, make sure that your lawn is cut. Uh, trim, trim your bushes. Pull the weeds. Make sure outside is just as beautiful as the inside. Um, very important tip number eight, clean all your windows. No streaks on mirrors, windows, anything that's glass. That's horrible to look at. Number nine, uh, neat beds, clean linens. Make sure, you know, you just didn't wake up and, <laughs> you know, here you are. <laughs> Make that bed like you, you see like when you go to a department store. Uh, and number 10, so very important because it's the very first thing um, you will actually, um, your scent, you will smell as soon as you get in the house. Um, make sure there's no pet odors, uh, smoke, get rid of any, any of the smells that are not appealing. Let it smell, um, you know, fresh and clean. So those Great are your top ideas. 10. Great ideas. Thanks, Monica. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks, Dan. That's Monica Bundy, home stager with the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Sue, you uh, you know, we were just talking about this earlier today. When we show a house, yes. it's a big thing when you when you walk in and, and there's not, you know, the best of smells in the house, Oh, right? my heavens gracious, I know. And especially, yeah, this time of year, too, because we're fighting, like, opening the windows, closing the windows, and just the, the, the odd smells. And, you know, even the smell of, um, you know, human uh, human sweat, actually. Like well, from <laughs> it doesn't have to be anything, anything, you know, harsh. It could just be a, a little bit of a tint of something, and yep. it, it can turn a buyer off. It doesn't That's take right. much. That's right. Right? Absolutely. The first thing, well, besides the, the entrance, it's the first thing really you notice with the house when you walk in uh-huh. is the smell, right? Uh-huh. Um, we have a couple more minutes here. So um, just to uh, just to go over a couple of things with our last interview, uh, ways to protect yourself from identity theft. We went over a couple of things. I want to um, to go over some more, Sue, while we, while we have a couple of seconds. Ensure you keep personal information confidential when on the internet or phone until you know who you're dealing with. How many... You know, how many times, like I said in my intro to the interview, how many times are we hearing about different scams online right now? Oh, it's really you know, scary. Or phone scams. People mm-hmm. are calling and they're threatening, mm-hmm. you know? Well, and they have these phone numbers now that look like your local number. Yes. I don't know. Yes. So 
You're tempted to pick it Void up, right? Lines. It doesn't uh-huh. take much, uh-huh. right? Um, only carry minimal information and identification in your wallet. Now, this one, and at least talked about it, the social insurance card. Oh, yes. I was one. I was carrying mine in yeah. my wallet up until about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, you know, most people know their number by heart. Mm-hmm. You don't really need it with yeah. you. But people want an original when you're checking ID. That's true. Right? So how are we going to get over that? What are we going to do? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Check your credit report regularly. Again, that's a big one. Oh, yes. I was yeah. talking. I have I have access to um, my credit report online, and everyone should, uh, in my opinion, do that. You, yeah. you keep, keep, good, it's like, good. yeah, when you get your checkup for your teeth. Yeah. Right? <laughs> if you go to the dentist, I don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> haven't been. Um, check your financial bank and credit card statements. Now, again, that's a big one. Oh, yes. I've caught it a couple of times. Um, I've gotten uh, Air Canada out of Winnipeg. Um, I had no idea that I was going to London. England. Really? Yeah. England. I, I know. Just see the queen. Clearly. All <laughs> well, those real estate prices. Um, yeah, that's a huge one. And and sometimes I, I'm I'm guilty. We don't check our statements. We get them in the mail mm-hmm. or we get them online and mm-hmm. you just delete. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Delete. Well, in all our delete. everyone's free time, they should be, you know, signing on to their bank account and going through right on their visa statements and all your uh, free time. And all free time. That's yeah. right. Well, and we put everything on our credit cards because we want the points. Yes. Right? It's all about the Don't points. Don't I know. Um, check your mailbox for mail on a regular basis, if not every day. Well. Yep. That's, I guess if, yeah, ours are, our, our boxes are locked. Most people's are locked nowadays. Oh, but yeah. We're rural. Won't be. Well, so we have to walk to the end of the driveway. Watch out. I remember moving into town and. Not for long. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to pick up my mail because I, I came from rural into, yes. into the town of Amherstburg, right? When I first moved out yeah. from my parents' house. Yeah. And I've got, um, I dropped an envelope in the mailbox and I remember calling my friend who also lived in town. I said, you know, I said, I don't really like this postman. And she says, why? I said, well, I dropped a letter in my mailbox. It's been there for like four days. He'll drop me letters, but you think he'll pick up my mail? She said to me, Susan, do you know what those red boxes are at the end of, uh, like on corners? I always uh, thought they didn't pick them up, though. They don't pick them up from your red box? No, not if they're, um, I, just, I yeah. thought they did. Oh, boy. <laughs> I, well, I, you know. Well, they do in, you know, in the county, of course, yeah. right? But, uh, yeah. Interesting. Well, <laughs> shred and destroy any financial and personal identification documents. So, again, how many of us have papers from ages and eons mm-hmm. ago mm-hmm. Um, that need to be, you know, shredded? Yep, or Do those burned. things. Yep. yep. Listen, when we get back, we're going to talk about um, some funny stories, which we always oh, have fun yes. doing. Yeah. And Sue has a good one. Well, yeah. Tip for somebody else. For maybe somebody to else. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be funny. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, a paid program on AM800. Here's your host and broker owner of the largest real estate team in Windsor, Essex, Dan Jemis. Welcome back to the show. I have with me uh, my partner, Susan Riom. She's a licensed realtor on the Dan Jemis team. How are you, Sue? Good, good, good. We're going to get to our funny stories, but first we want to cu- we have a couple of uh, listings we want to mention. Yes, yes. Actually, um, we have a new listing at 2222 Bing um, uh, by the hospital there. It's an absolutely adorable one-bedroom. Uh, it was a two-bedroom, um, so you could convert it back, of course. Yeah. It's listed at 115, um, and uh, it's just pristine. Um, there's uh, uh, all the flooring, um, and the, the kitchen's been updated, um, so you can just move right in. It's perfect for the uh, retiree or for the young couple or uh, just starting out or someone even communi- uh, commuting to school cool. or uh, across the border. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. So so that's a nice little listing there. And then uh, 4642 Unicorn um, in Walker Gate Estates. Um, great raised ranch. Uh, that one has just come up as well. And, uh, yeah, it's got three bedrooms on the main, a couple um, on the... Um, on the lower level, or you could use one as an office den right now okay, with extra yeah. living space, a yeah, couple yeah. of bath, two, ba- two bath there as well. And that one's listed at two eighty nine nine. Great neighborhoods. Yeah, yeah it's great. Great neighborhoods. Yeah. Yep. Busy times. Listen, if you have um, uh, a home you're, you're thinking of selling as well, give our team a call. We're always uh, looking to help, and uh, we'd be happy to come out and do a free evaluation, uh, 519-566-5565, or visit us online at dangemis.com, and we'd be happy to, uh, to come mm-hmm. say hello. So... Our funny stories. We have a few minutes, Sue. Um, go ahead. Oh, boy. Give us I'll your story. You. It's, a, it's yeah, a good one. This is one that I probably will take with me for many, many years to come. <laughs> Nowhere to belong. Let's hear it. Okay. Um, so I was uh, taking through uh, this young couple uh, through a house, and um, I had brought in uh, my iPad and my phone and my keys and uh, all of this. So uh, we're looking through the house, and we get out into, um, uh, we're going to go look through the garage. Yeah. So instead of bringing all my um, my keys and all of my uh, equipment and everything, I thought, well, you know what? I will just uh, lock the front door, and I'll leave everything inside the house, right? Because we're just going to go through the side door to get to the garage. So um, I can see where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't going to be pretty. No, no, no. no. <laughs> So we're chit-chatting and uh, just such a nice uh, young couple. So um, I'm, I'm standing in the uh, doorway to the garage um, on the stair and uh, the, the uh, young, uh, young guy purchasing the house, he went to pull down the attic stair uh, from inside the garage, right? You know how it's yeah. um, in the ceiling. So yeah. yeah, the pull-down stairs, right? So he was having a hard time with it. So he's trying to, you know, grasp on it and, and he's struggling and he's struggling. And he said to me, he said, Sue, can you just come here for a second and, and hold this string? Oh. <laughs> so I stepped away from the door. And I heard the door behind me click in the garage and to the house. And all of a sudden, I had this sinking feeling. <laughs> and I thought, no, this wouldn't happen to me. It can't. It can't. Right? It's cold outside. So I go to unlock the door, and it's locked. Right? I go to twist oh, the handle, no. and it's locked. <laughs> and there we are, the three of us. We're looking at each other, right, in the garage. So thankfully, the garage door itself was um, open, right? Yes. Um, it was a spring day, but it was still chilly. You know, everybody's all anxious, thinking 50 degrees is warm. Wait a sec. Do you have your shoes? And we had no shoes. So <laughs> let's get this straight, okay? My, my phone, my iPad, my keys, everything is locked in the house. So I'm thinking, what are we going to do now? What are we going to do now? We can't get in. Here I am supposed to be the professional. know what's going on and we're locked out, right? So um, I don't have my So you poked down the door. Yeah. So we <laughs> went in. We cut down a tree. No. <laughs> And I, um, I had to get, uh, I had to get them to um, call the answering service uh, of the phone number because I didn't have the um, sales representative's number, uh, the listing agent, <laughs> on me. Yeah, because my phone was inside the house. So about forty-five minutes later, the agent was actually gone to a, a <laughs> wedding. So forty-five minutes later, the poor homeowners had to come home. I don't oh, know how they tracked no. them down. Yes, and let us out. Yeah. That was interesting. Did they buy the house? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it might be bad karma. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah, it was. It was. God, love those stories. Well, my story is um, it's not similar, but it's 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 a good one. Showing a house. This is years ago. Showing a house in LaSalle, and I'll never forget it. You book a showing, and the realtor tells me, Dan, go ahead. You're confirmed. Uh, they're on vacation, so there's nobody home. Well, naturally, uh, first-time buyers, the oh, very right. first house we're seeing, yes. and uh, you know they're all excited and they're nervous and they're everything else. And 
I get to the house and I always, you know, naturally always knock, even though they, they told me the house is empty, they're on vacation. I always um, knock first course, and I yeah. get the key out of the lockbox and right. I uh, walk, open the door and I always say, hello, you know, we're coming mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. and uh, nobody answers. So we step inside. Kids are on vacation. Kids are on vacation. Of course. Piece of cake. Step inside and uh, close the door behind us and wait. Oh, here comes a 20 something year old guy, buck naked. Oh, no. Right down the hall. <laughs> And so we all just look shocked. Like, oh, I'm, I said, I'm so sorry. I said, I, I was told, you know, oh you guys were on vacation. I said, oh, no, come on in. I said, no, no, it's okay. We'll step back outside, get dressed. I said, no, come on in. That's fine. I said, well, we'll start downstairs. Wow. So it was the weirdest thing. So we get downstairs and I'm giving them the tour. I said, okay, so this is a finished basement. Here's the, you know, the bedroom and here's the washroom. Open the door and there's another guy in the washroom. Oh, um, no. I said, okay, this is not our day. <laughs> so I said, we're going to leave now. It was the most awkward Weird Isn't thing. Isn't that something? Um, they didn't buy that house either. I don't, yeah. Imagine that. How strange. My goodness. But we just, we come across the strangest things sometimes. Uh-huh. You know? But it was obviously kids left home from vacation. Yes. Party the night before. Yeah. This is two o'clock in the afternoon. Isn't that just something? Just waking up. Just waking up. To be young again. Boy. Wow. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. I'm sure we'll have more stories to tell throughout the uh I wonder what the neighbors had to say. Business. You know? Well. Maybe, maybe it was just... It Okay. That area. Chris is telling us to get back to, uh, to commercials here. Be right back. The Dan Jemis Real Estate Show is here to help make those decisions. Welcome back to the show, an advertising feature on AM800. Here's Dan Jemis, your host and broker owner of the Dan Jemis Real Estate Team. Well, great show. Thanks for joining me, Sue. Oh, it was my pleasure. We, well, I see you next week. Well, no, actually, I don't know if you, you will a, or not. You have I have a party, party or something. the day before. Wow, yes. a, a 50th, 50th yeah. birthday party. Mm-hmm. It's for for Lou. Lou's going to be 50. Good old Lou. <laughs> That's our home stage, Monica's husband. Yeah. Poor guy, 50 years old, eh? Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll give him the gears for sure. I'm sure you will. It's not a surprise, hopefully. No, oh no. yeah, oops, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> oh boy. Well, listen, don't forget if you're thinking of buying or selling a home, uh, the Dan Jemis team would love to help. Give us a call, 519-566-5565, or you can visit us online at uh, danjemis.com to book your free home market evaluation. Uh, the office is open seven days a week, so we'd love to help uh, and, uh, and come say hello. On next week's show... We have an exciting one. We're going to talk to Margaret Kettler from Blue Water Pools. She'll be in studio with us to talk all about pools. Ooh, sounds like a swimming idea. You don't have a pool, Sue? I don't have a pool. No, I w- would like one. Would you like my one? Husband, yeah, my husband said no because Tim's I'm going to have to clean it. it. Yep. Someone's got to clean it. Yes, well, we'll probably hear more about that. I'm sure we will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, won't we? Keep it tuned right here to AM800 uh, for Sunday Morning Live with Kara Rowe up next. Have a great weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the Dan Jemis Real Estate Show, an advertising feature on AM800. If you've thought about selling or buying a home in the future, the Dan Jemis Real Estate team would love to help. Visit the team's website at danjemis.com or call the office seven days a week, 519-566-5565.